Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome to the best of the men's room podcast. Let the shenanigans begin. What, uh, what poverty meal will you never eat again and uh, which one do you still eat? 206-803-ROCK. Hello, Steve. Welcome to the men's room. Hola, bichola. Hola. Okay, uh, a couple of things, like, real fast. One that uh, I don't want to eat anymore is the cold bologna and American cheese sandwich on white bread. Yeah. Okay, I, mean, I had it yeah. too many times when I was a kid. It ruined it for me. Like Ted, though, I do like bologna when it's been grilled. All right. Yeah. And then put on toast or whatever. Now, okay? listen, the only reason and, I don't have sympathy for you, because I definitely grew up with the bologna and American cheese sandwiches, but I'm wheat bread, man. I'm killed to have it on oh, white yeah. bread. Seriously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I, anyway. I couldn't go for that wheat bread crap. But uh, <laughs> the other thing was, uh, this is a British thing that my mom uh, used to do all the time when we were kids or when we were young. It's beans on toast. Is that an okay. English? Yeah, it's, it's an English not thing. bad, man. That's a breakfast it, staple, isn't it? For the most yeah, part. Well, yeah, you know, yeah. It's kind of the thing is though. You can't. I have never tried it with American baked beans. I only get the Heinz baked beans what, 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 that are imported from England. Yeah. What What is the difference between flavor wise between baked beans and and the ones from? Well, like the Heinz ones from England say that it's in a tomato sauce. Okay. Right. Ah. Okay. All right. So I think that that's the difference that they don't really have any seasonings and stuff other than that. Now, they have mixed it up where you can get, I've seen now they have curry baked beans. All right. So it's like baked beans with the, the curry powder. But in, in it, England, that, that's, that's not a, bad. Yeah, you're going to crush that. I, I will say this. First time I went to London, I uh, I got the traditional English breakfast, brekkie, because I'm like, why not, right? Uh, the uh, mm, Black the, pudding. The whatever peas, whatever they got, mushy peas, looks delicious. So I, I tried it knowing that it's just going to taste like mushy peas. It tastes like mushy peas. But that the, shouldn't have been on your breakfast, but though. The be- it, was, it was just a little bit a little. I know, but traditionally it would be beans on toast, some rashers, a couple sausages, the puddings, and then the fried eggs and tomatoes. I did not get fried eggs, pudding. but I did get the beans on toast, and it's like, because I'm making fun of it, and I'm like, this is actually good. It's literally just mm-hmm. beans on toast. I yeah. mean, but it, yep. you can't go wrong. I always wonder, because it, it is in the English food section when you go to the grocery yeah, store. Yeah, they do breakfast pretty well. I'll give them that. Like, you, you won't find a lot of English dinners. Right. Now, but the English breakfast, pretty pretty good. What uh, what poverty meal will you never eat again, and which one do you still eat? 206-803-ROCK. <laughs> I told you I had a buddy. We used to go watch soccer together, and we were in an Irish pub, one that me and you loved. Okay. And he's talking about the puddings. He's God, I love them. And I was like, you know what that is? Black pudding. Did he's he like, not know? He had no idea. No, but no. it was one of those. He's like, I can't believe you ruined this for me. Like, you could still eat it. It tastes exactly the same. But, yeah. And now it's in your head. Well, you're eating blood. Yeah. <laughs> but delicious blood prepared right. Mm-hmm. Keep in mind, it's not just blood. It also has fat. Sure. Yeah. I mean, when the steak kind of bleeds on the plate, do you right. does it's it? the same thing. You don't mind, of. do you? Yeah. Hello, Katie. Welcome to the men's room. So, growing up, um, whenever I was homesick or wasn't feeling well, my mom would make milk toast. What exactly is milk toast, other than how I describe some people? (laughs) Well, it is kind of bland. So, it's toast that you toasted, and she would scald milk and add sugar to it and pour it over the milk. And when you were sick, it was really bland, and it didn't upset your stomach, but it was sweet, and it was okay. Hmm. Huh. I mean, would you, would, sound you, awful. would you eat it again to try it, to make sure that you're correct on this? 
You know, I have. Like, when I'm really sick and my stomach's upset or I haven't eaten in a couple days because I'm sick and I know I need to eat something, I will bust out the milk toast. See, I'll just go to McDonald's. (laughs) 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 McDonald's makes me feel better. I'm happy. Now, what is something that you will not eat from childhood? Okay, here's two for you. Um... My dad was a meat and potatoes kind of guy. Every meal had to have potatoes and meat, and I refuse to eat liver and onion. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. That's, thank that's, you. That's quite I, all right. I, yep. I, you're not alone. Yeah, Mike and I were talking about this during the break because he was like, "Ah, I want to try it." I was like, "Look, listen. Like, my dad loved it, but like, my mom would very rarely make it because the whole house reeked." Uh, yeah. But to this day, I, I just I, I struggle with intestines, specifically liver. Well, it's like my grandmother. On my mother's side, anytime you went to visit her, first of all, like I said, the secret ingredient to every meal she made, apparently, cigarette ash. She always oh. had a, dude, she's one of those people that have to say them in her mouth, right? She'd just be talking to you, and you're watching it bounce up and down, and she never, you never physically witnessed her ash a cigarette. Like, in my memory, it never happened. So that the ash would get real long, and eventually just break off into whatever She's stirring, right? And just kind of let it go, because that's the kind of food you're going to eat. But every like once smoky once, flavor, though. she would fire up chitlins. And it's just, we would get there, you got suitcases, you open the door, and I just, I can't explain the smell of chitlins. If you have smelled cooking chitlins, then you know what it smells like. If you don't, I don't know the words in the English language. Is it a disgusting smell? It's disgusting, but it's also, it's like thick and tangy. What is is that? What, chitlins? Yeah. Pig intestines. Uh, 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 I mean, it, uh, you ever see what they uh, look like? I never knew what they looked like. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude, that's it. Oh, God. So, oh, God. <laughs> they, oh, no. Right. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Oh, God. <laughs> so they smelled like oh, what they looked like. Oh, <laughs> oh. You've never seen them before. Oh, I'd rather lick a man's bare butt. <laughs> right. It's, oh, my God. you talked about having them before. No, I've never had chitlins. Oh, Would God, you try no. them now? Now that you know what they are. No. Yeah, so you cook them up like that. I'm right? not too big sure. soupy kind of. Where, where would they be available? In Seattle? Uh, or just anywhere <laughs> in general. Like, where can I travel? Like, I, mean, I, I realize that. <laughs> oh, man. I'm not positive. I'm just saying. Or two. Is this, like, but, is this like an ID thing, maybe? Could it be? Do possibly. I, don't, I mean, it's a soul food thing. The ID probably oh, would not call them chitlins. They'd probably call them something else, but I'm sure well, you the could ID find them there. Right. All but, right. Yeah. Boy, is that something I think you, you actually... had a little north of the ID. Oh, God. You got to fight. Well, oh. that's the I mean, like, chitlins never got, like, people are like, I love soul food. Like, yeah. You like chicken and waffles, my man. Right. Yeah. You like cornbread. Well, somebody brother. slathered this. <laughs> this is a good idea. They slathered it in hot sauce. Maybe, right. maybe it's like eating gavilta fish. You just got to cover it in horseradish. Miles, I'll put it this God. way. I've never seen chitlins or hog malls not in a styrofoam cup. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, he's not kidding. Seriously. Like, you got it for takeout or something Could like you that. get it like on the street food in D.C., you mean? Yeah, there's, Probably, there's a bunch yeah. of places you can get them. And what does it smell like? Get, when I mean, they're cooking, it smells awful. Right. Keep in mind, you're cooking pig intestines. So the way you pick. Oh, God. Right, but imagine adding a little vinegar to that smell, stuff yeah. like that, right? So all it does, vinegar makes it more pungent. You realize this the same. stink of the pig intestines gets, like, deeper into your nose. Oh, oh, Yeah. What a poverty meal will you never eat again, and which one do you still eat? I just got a pea shiver. 206-803-ROCK. Oh, God. Connect with the guys. Find the men's room at facebook.com slash the men's room. Now, back to the men's room on the men's room radio network. Yes, friends, it's time once again for Sit and Spin. Let's gather around the old radio and listen to some swellerific new music. Oh, there he is, live from his basement dungeon studio bar. Give it up for Ryan Castle, everybody. Torn by Natalie Umbrulio would be a good one, too. Torn. Torn. Oh, oh, man. How about hurt from yeah, that <laughs> Yeah. We should do yeah. uh, we should do a sit and spin on uh, the Abbey Hour. Mm-hmm. Then we can share. All right, this. yeah. Then yeah. we can share what we're talking yeah, yeah, about. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. Yeah, we were doing some pretty pretty profane uh, sit and spin uh, ideas here just before we got on the air. Those were not stuff. profane. Torn, Torn I mean, I if you want blood. Ah, uh, well, I, yeah, yeah. I guess maybe that. Is yeah, when you put it like that, that might be an Abbey I Hour mean. thing. Yeah. Also, <laughs> uh, what were you uh, channeling your inner uh, Christopher Walken today? What's going on? Yeah, you know what, dude? Uh, you know, I have a series of uh, percussion instruments here in the basement studio dungeon. Uh, I have the vibra slap. I have the uh, the the chimes that uh, you played at Red Festival one year when we yep. got all yachty. Yep. Of course, yep. I have. Do you have uh, your chimes set up? You have a yeah, chime right stand over here. Hang on, I can grab. Come on, let's man. hear them. I want to yeah. hear those chimes. You have a chime stand. 
Yeah, you might as well grab all of them. Explain to people what these instruments are. So this, these are that's uh, the chimes. Miles's chimes. So what, how about the vibra slab? Because that's on a couple of songs as well. Hang on, hang on. Uh, Ozzy hang on, Osbourne's Crazy Train. No offense, he's terrible mm-hmm. at the freaking chimes for a percussionist. I mean, yeah, that's To be fair, the chimes I, are a little I, tangled I, because they've been sitting in the windowsill. <laughs> <so. laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the vibra slap. And then, of course, everyone's favorite, the cowbell. And I'll have you know that when I bought this, I literally went online and typed biggest goddamn cowbell you can find. Okay. And that's why I know. <laughs> this thing's oh, a beast. Yeah. That's got some sound oh, yeah, to it. That's does. a good cowbell. So anyway, that's like a bass cowbell. So, uh, so uh, anyway, uh, you know, it's going through the, uh, the musical instruments today. And I thought, you know, maybe we should dig up a list of great cowbell songs that we could share. Been, I got a little cowbell, too. Oh, that's for dinner. That, that does sound like a dinner. Come on. What's for dinner tonight, by the way, Castle? What are you doing at the old uh, homestead? Sleigh bells. Why do you have sleigh bells? Why not? Why not? Uh, that is from yeah, when we did right. uh, Father Christmas two years ago. Oh, you charity. bought them for that? Okay. Yeah. 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 I got it. Dude, I got it all. <laughs> Speaking of dinner bells, what's for dinner at the Castle Home tonight? Uh, so I am doing some uh, some rockfish that Ooh. I caught when I was in Alaska. I'm going to bread it and uh, fry it. All right. Damn. That sounds good. That sounds real good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't mess around. So I pulled out some rockfish this morning. Very excited. So uh, today we've oh, got anyway, the... Uh, speaking of rock. Yeah, the 10 greatest cowbell songs of all time. Ten, number 10. Fine song. Yeah, I mean, look. Ted, I think anytime you, you do a list name. with any sort of drumming on it, you can put anything John Bonham in there, and you're probably going to be safe. All right, Ted, I'm going to give you a clue. See if you can fill in the blank. The name of the song is Moby Dick. Yes! yes. yes. <laughs> I had to simple. take advantage of it, Mike. Sorry. Got it. My dog, so who sleeps a, here uh, in the bed next to me all day, uh, just got up and left. Obviously oh, not a fan oh, of the chimes oh, and the cowbell oh, and the fiber slap. And the, you are, the, I think it was the sleigh bells that sent her over the edge. You're really annoying me right now. I'm leaving. <laughs> well, at least you know, how to get, you know how to get the job done now if you need to. That's right. Especially, you know, when, when they're by the bed. Oh, these are the 10 greatest cowbell songs of all time. Nine, number nine. What do you think uh, the uh, hoochie coo part was of the rock and roll he speaks of? Vagina. Is that what this song is about? I don't know, but if I hear a hoochie, that's what hoochie my mind coo? goes. Rock and roll hoochie coo? You're saying a backside? I think buddy? it's the same as Moby Dick, or the opposite. <laughs> uh-huh. I mean, what else have you heard? Uh, you call somebody a hoochie? Right, but rarely do you hoochie hear the coo on the end of it, right? She's a hoochie, she's got a nice hoochie, but you rarely say like the full hoochie coo. The hoochie coo. The kitten caboodle. Is Hoochie Koo a form of martial arts? I'm no Hoochie Koo, mother ever. Let's <laughs> <laughs> follow up. Rock and roll, kitten caboodle. <laughs> Rock and roll. These are the 10 greatest cowbell songs of all time. Eight, number eight. Wish I would make on a bio. Does he? <laughs> you want to be in a swamp? 95 degrees, nothing but humidity, mosquitoes everywhere, alligators that can eat I mean, my God, giant snakes, you're sweating, can't understand a damn thing anyone's saying. Do you think anyone ever told him in his life, hey, dude, speak up? <laughs> I mean, dude, I had a I had a Cajun cab driver once in the South, and you're not joking, I couldn't understand a damn word that guy said. Did you believe he was honestly taking you where you said? Oh, yeah. I wasn't sure. I, I wasn't sure. He would, like, slow down and try and speak more clearly so I could understand him and I still had some problems. He was talking about hunting and he was like, I'm going to get back on down there, go get me a deer. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Tell you one thing. How did you end up in this job? Do I need a translator? Every song with Cowbell is kind of a good song. It is. Yeah. So far. Cowbell makes every song better. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> These are the 10 greatest Cowbell songs of all time. Seven, number seven. That's a jam. Foghat's full for the city. Go see the one guy still in Foghat as Foghat comes to town. I think all the members of Foghat are actually dead. For real. And coming, uh, Foghat just goes out with like a bunch of casino years near old. you. Yeah, exactly. You ever bring out uh, Foghat there, Castle? 
No, no, I haven't. But Miles, I have a feeling you're going to tell me a story about the time you did and you pissed off the guy in Fog Hat. No, I did not piss off the guy in Fog Hat. He was too drunk to even know where he was. Ah, true story. These are the 10 greatest cowbell songs. That of made two of you, I'm sure. I mean, again, right, listen, just good songs. I mean, I just a good not, playlist. Are we not using the cowbell in modern music? You know, I was thinking about that. I can't remember the last time I saw I heard the cowbell uh, used prominently in a song. The closest thing is the Queens of Stone Age song, Little Sister, but I think that was a woodblock. All right, you got Little Sister. You got Tommy Lee was riding pretty hard on the first album, at least. Yeah, but I mean, that's I mean that's 82? 80, yeah, somewhere around there. Bring back the cowbell, goddammit. Yeah. Listen to what Ultimate Classic Rock says about Mitch Mitchell. The Jimi Hendrix experience possessed one of rock's most versatile percussionists, a secret weapon able to weave exotic jazz techniques into the power trio's otherworldly material. Mm-hmm. That is very Rolling Stones or whatever. Yes. Okay. Yeah. What they say about Buddy Miles? These are the they ten said greatest he was real good. cowbell songs of all time. Five, number five. Is it 3 a.m. already? I got this. All right. I know between the delay between my house and the studio, that didn't make any sense at all. I was going to say, man, I want that little feet. <laughs> that is a war, correct, Eric Burden? Correct. Yes, yes. These and are in the, case uh, you didn't know, that's Lowrider, but you should know that. <laughs> Take greatest cowbell songs of all time. This is the very first song that the New Originals performed, all right? Miles played Cowbell. Now, I need you to understand, we walked out on stage, no one knew we were going to play, so we thought, honestly, we're going to get booed off stage. Ha ha, that's the joke. We finished the song, the place went nuts, and we're like, you got to be essing me. Now, Cass, I have a question. So, uh, Nazareth puts out Hair of the Dog right now, all right? And they got the record rep in the office. He says, you're going to love this song, and he plays you this. Would you play this? Oh, yeah. I, I, you mean, I, would I be concerned that it says son of a bitch? Yes. Over no, I, I wouldn't, over, have, a, I wouldn't over, have a problem with that. I'd over. tell him good luck getting it played in the South. <laughs> right. <laughs> Where you're from. You sons of bitches. <laughs> yeah. These are the 10 greatest cowbell songs of all time. Three, number three. This isn't number one. I know. That's what I thought, too. How is this not number one? I mean, this is the only reason we have a conversation about the cowbell, <laughs> that is, is that true. bit with Will Ferrell. Otherwise, it was just another instrument in a song. It became iconic because of Saturday Night Live. Don't ask this guy about Godzilla. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, speaking of people Miles pissed off, I didn't piss this guy off. I just said, how was Godzilla the song not in the Godzilla movie in the soundtrack? And then I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, that sounds like you pissed him off. F you. Yeah, he was fine up until it's then. perfect for it, right? It's right <laughs> there. Miles Open mouth, insert foot Montgomery. Ladies and gentlemen, here's Blue Oyster Cult. <laughs> Castle, you're right. Guess what That's, they, that skit really made the cowbell Jesus. like people know. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Hey, Castle, guess what they came out with? Godzilla. Godzilla. Damn right. Ah. Two, number two. Man, did Mark Farmer have an afro? <laughs> that was a thing of beauty. Is this the is this the era of the white dude afro? I'm pretty sure, yeah. So like everyone in the, everyone on the cover of the first Boston album. Sure. You're like, wow. Brad Delb, Tom Schultz, all of them. Yeah. Amazing. ELO, yeah. you name it, man. Jeff Lynn, all sported one. Grand Funk Railroad. We're an American band. Fun fact: Canadian. No. <laughs> no, they're not. Now they're that would be, that would be <laughs> funny. Though. The Michigan area, I believe. These are the so greatest cowbell songs of all time, pretty much. South Detroit. One. All right. Yeah, I still think Don't Fear the Reaper's got to be number one on this list. Yeah. Thanks, Ultimate yeah. Classic Rock, for the letdown. Yes, the only reason yes. they didn't make it number one is because they knew it was supposed to be number one. Thank you, Ryan Castle. There you go. There's the 10 greatest cowbell Jets. songs of all time. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Reach out to the guys on Twitter at Men's Room Live. Now, back to the Men's Room on the Men's Room Radio Network. Hello, Gary. Welcome to the Men's Room. Hola. Hola, Hola. Gary. Hey, I'm not sure how well you can hear me. I have to use my hearing apparatus to be able to speak to you. Gotcha. Hearing um, apparatus. Hopefully you can hear us. Yeah, I can hear you well. It's a great thing. I love having them. Have you, you know, like, uh, I know this is going to sound a little bit strange, but I think if I could turn off any senses that I have at any point in time, like if I'm uh, trying to go to bed and there's like, you know, uh, daylight out, I could right. you know, turn my vision off or whatever. Okay. But I think well, there's as more. As you can, it's called close your goddamn eyes. I know, but still. <laughs> But like getting on a plane with a screaming oh, that's kid. That's the easy you know, one. Like sleep mask, yeah. boring conversations with significant others. Right. Uh, whatever it is. I mean, have you ever just like turned them down, man? Like, you know what? And pretended you're listening. Right. Well, I mean, they before I, I, I recently just got these, the first of this year. I, I've had these antiquated things before that. But, I mean, I, this is my fourth marriage. So, I mean, I didn't really have to worry about turning them off because... Kind of Before automatic. I had them all installed, it was automatic. What, what was fourth yeah. marriage? Yeah. Why do you keep? I just gotta know. I, I'm always interested. Like, did the, the like the, were you divorced three times? Like, I, at a certain yeah. point, I feel like I just feel like maybe marriage isn't for me. Yeah. Well, it's uh, it probably would be the case, but uh, <laughs> no, I, I finally finally got it right. I just had piss poor selections for that. Point. I, see. I see. Well, you keep fishing, you're gonna catch a fish. How long have you been married to this one? Uh, first day. This is a record of going on seven years now. I've never made it past. All right, it. all right. Good job. Good job. So you pick brides like a claw machine, right? right? You, you just go for what you can, yeah. but what you get is what you get. What was it like being able to hear uh, more clearly with these new devices? Was it night and day? Like just like, oh my god, I can't believe what I can hear now. Oh, it's actually kind of funny because I hear like I'm I'm medically retired, but I'm bored out of my mind, so I do uh, delivery, food deliveries, and stuff like that, and. Uh, I'm <laughs> first day I had him on. I'm walking up to do a delivery, and uh, I'll say the generic version so I don't get the correction sure. thing. Uh, walking up to the door of this house, and I'm hearing the conversation inside the house. I'm like, "Whoa, this is so tomorrow." I actually go to get him adjusted, but I'm hearing everything going on inside the house, and literally the guy says something, and the woman says, "You do that again, and I'm going to stick my thumb." And I set the food down and I sit up and the door opens and the guy's standing there with the trash bag, a trash bag in his hand. He's looking and the woman's like leans around the corner and she just got the funniest grin on her face. Cause I know they know I heard it cause I shouldn't have heard it 10, 15 feet from the door, but I did. And <laughs> I just turned around and said, there's food, turned around, walked away. Mm-hmm. I was laughing so hard. You should have told the guy, hey, protect no, your I, ass. Um, it's really cool because, like, I can, like, if you're in a busy area, I can actually look at something and I push this button on my phone that's tied to them and it um, will zoom in. 
so I can hear conversations from people. A lot of stuff I really don't want to hear, and I've heard a lot of weird stuff so far. I would bet. Or if you're, like, look, you're you're at a concert. It's loud. It's just, it's not that, Mm -hmm. it's too loud. You just get on your phone. Turn it down. Turn it down. (laughs) Yeah, I I can turn it down, yeah. That's, uh... Well, actually, I went to the Sticks concert, um... When I just didn't wear anything at all, but we were in row three, so it was it was fine. But uh, I, I only would have turned it down if Dennis DeYoung were singing. Did you throw your underwear at Tommy Shaw? <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not. But a woman a seat over was throwing articles of clothing. Yes. Yeah, I believe so. Man, oh man, yeah, you are a hot seventy year old dude. Here, have my bra. <laughs> It's a little bit bigger now. <laughs> you can carry melons in it. <laughs> carry a bowling ball on each side. Walk into the bowling alley with just holding a bra and two balls. The roadies can use it. When uh, when did you unexpectedly cost your parents money, or when did your kids unexpectedly cost you money? 206-803-ROCK. If marriage licenses didn't cost money, I can't get past that. He's been married four times. I, I know, man. Do you think the state, like, say the state made no money off you getting married. Okay. Do you think they'd just be like, no? No. Right? Like, I still say it's like baseball. You try three times. Right? right? Like, like, look, I love playing baseball. <laughs> you try three times, you're out. Sorry. Right? I love playing baseball when I was a kid. When I was 13 or 14, I got cut. I wasn't good enough. <laughs> like, at what point does the state just say, sir? Right. You're cut. Maybe you should have that job, dude. Oh, I Work for it. the state. You know what I mean? Like, oh. you're, you're, you're the guy that hands out the license. Like, come on, man. Your fourth marriage. How much money have you lost? Come on, man. First, just why? You like, lost a half? You're already over 50. Yeah. You can live together. Right. You can be, you know, you don't have, I'm not saying you can go out and not be with her and stuff. Buy her a ring. Right. You're in a relationship. Why do you need this piece of paper, sir? Look, look, right. When you get married the first time, you lose half. The second marriage, you lose half that half. Now you're the fourth. Right. The next time you get divorced, you've lost an eighth. Now you got an eighth. So you're down to a 16th. Right. Basically, you had a whole pie. And now, like the person who doesn't want to grab the really small piece of pizza that looks all, you know, bubbly and ugly yeah. and they cut it weird, that's you. <laughs> that is you. That's like, the slice you got left. That's, that's it, man. For retirement, for your house, everything else, you've taken all that money. And because you decided to be in relationships, you have a sliver, a sliver left. No, because he decided to get married. Right. Yeah. Correct. 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 You kept inviting people over to eat your pizza. Mm-hmm. And you knew they were greedy. So you said, how about you? Do you want some pizza? And they were greedy. And you said, I'm going to try this again. You want some pizza? I got some pizza. Go ahead. Oh, man, I ate all my pizza. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Eventually, a coach got to sit you down and just say, son, you're not good enough. Right. You're terrible. No. They should, that's what they should do. When you go to the courthouse, there's just a list up. Your name, unlike making a team, if your name's on it, <laughs> right. oh, you're And out. you get to interview all the old wives, too. Sure. Yep. Find out what really. I have a down. lot of it. They all have the sex. same common thing with you, man. So, and yes, it is a penis thing. Oh, want more of the men's room? Download the new podcast from Miles and Thrill: The Greatest Story Never Told. Available on Radio.com. Time to open wide and sample Ted's meat and potatoes. Now, here's your host, head chef of the men's room. The Ted Nugent. Head chef in the house. Thank you, folks. Thank you. That was the pyro, brother. Sounds like you, man. What's going on over there? Guys. Oh, yeah. It's, it's not good. Just keep doing your thing. All right, all right. Oh, there it goes. Now it's coming back a little bit. So everybody likes to go out to bars and restaurants. You like to enjoy dinner. Yeah. Uh, these are just four simple rules that you should never do in a restaurant. All right. Number one, and this is what I'm saying, Thrill, you'll recognize this one. Don't rearrange the tables on your own. All right? One right, the, right, right. Because this is more restaurant. This isn't like a bar. A like, bar top, right. yeah, they're generally not going to care. But in a restaurant sometimes, people need to understand is that the, the, they're seating. Like if, it, if you're waiting to be seated, they're generally going to put you in sections according to which server is working that section. Now, unbeknownst to you, you don't know how bu- busy the server is. Or you don't know the area that the server's that's covered. Right. right. So you might grab a table. So it's for somebody idea. else and so take the table away from that server. They tried to seat you with the server that has the most time available to at least greet you when you get there. And no matter how that restaurant's arranged, if you grab a table, you might be grabbing it from another server's section. Correct. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I and mean, like, look, all. I went through this on Christmas Day, right? It was a long wait, right? And there was a lot of empty tables. And I just said to one of my friends, I go, I know it looks like there's empty tables, but like there's something going on. I've worked in that reason. industry long yeah. enough. Right? Because you could see like waiters kind of standing around. And then when we sat down, I, I forgot this place has banquet rooms. 
So the waitress was like, oh, my God, I'm so happy they let you guys sit down. And we're like, why? And she's like, because the kitchen is beyond backed up with all the banquet rooms. She's mm-hmm. like, so I'm just like, she's not making money. Mm-hmm. You guys are yeah, bored. Yeah. So it's like, right. Just and I get it. a lot of people never worked in the service industry. So but you don't know. But right. I, so I get it. And don't don't just walk over to a table, especially if it says, please wait to be seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would also recommend to like, I get it if it's a game day and it's super crowded, but generally don't wait, wait for the bartender or the waiter to come by and clear that table. Or oh, the right, boss right. Boy. oh, yeah. Uh, this one's pretty. This one says, don't forget to wash your hands after you handle a menu. Uh, they were gross even before COVID. They don't get cleaned enough, get handled by dozens of people a day, fall on the floor a lot. They're like a Petri dish. But people just dig in and start eating bread anyway. You know, I still would rather have a menu than that QR code. I, I will say, yeah, no kidding. I, I will say, most of the restaurants I worked in, they actually cleaned all the menus at the end of the night. Right. Great. But by the time you started your next shift, like 800 people have already grabbed mm-hmm. those. Yeah. Again. Right? I'll be dead honest. I, did, I, don't, I didn't even know about this one. Well, a lot of them, if you go to a place that has plastic menus, a lot of times at the end of the night, you know, they kind of split it among all the servers. And then just kind of wipe them down. And I'm yeah. sure it's just a cursory wipe, but there is some effort that goes in. A lot of places that are paper menus, they toss them at the end of the night. I'm just saying I never thought about washing my hands. Everyone, no, It's like did. the remote control in a, in a hotel room. Right. You just don't think about it, but that's the dirtiest thing in there. Mm-hmm. And in your own house. Yeah, for sure. Filthy person. <laughs> yeah. Well, the remote control gets handled a lot. Yeah, and you think about what you floor. handle and then handle that, you know. It falls in the crevice of your couch where God only knows what's happening back there, you know. I'd say it's in the top three of things I handle the most in my house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> top three. Top three. Uh, don't send food back just because it's not what you expected. Now, listen, if it's cooked wrong or the order is off, sure, you could send it back. No worries. What they're saying here is, like, don't demand a refund just because you ordered salmon. The wrong thing. And then, right, yeah. and then you're like, oh, I don't actually like salmon. Well, that's no. not the restaurant's fault. No. Yeah, you no. don't like salmon. You take that chance. If you are going to make, it's like gambling. Right, that's yeah. exactly what it is. You know the tried and true. If you're going to try something different, and you're like, we realize that's that's. Look, every once in a while, you just say, I ordered the wrong thing. It's a it's a great place. I would not give it a negative review. I just did not order what I what I. But should've. a lot of places, if you're not a douchebag, if you actually just order another entree or appetizer, dumb straight, ah, it's just not what I thought it would be. Didn't like it. A lot of times, you'll find out they took it off of your check. Correct. Right, if you're decent about it, a lot of times, like they're, they're not going. Mm. You took one bite, you clearly don't like it, not, but it's on you, kind of thing. They still go, eh, we'll eat and, the cost. On and it. I have been at a dinner before where somebody just got excited. Like I shouldn't even say excited. That makes it, and they're just like, God, oh, this sounds great. I'm going to try it. And they're like, I don't like it. It's like, have you ever had that dish? No. Then why did you order it? Right. You know what I mean? Like if you want to try, like I don't mind. Like, like you now take, you would take go a and, bite of mine if you want to try it. But sure. why would I would never order something no, I've right. never had before. exactly. That, like the other day we had uh, last time the the head chef was in the house we had butter chicken from Trader Joe's. Right. Correct. You've been to any restaurant? You know. You would never order it though until you try it. Now that you've right. tried it. Yeah, I want to order it. You're yeah. more apt to say, you know what? I know this is pretty good. I'm gonna, I want to give this. A it's shot. real good. Mike, yeah. you order stuff you've never eaten before. I started doing this, yes, because I, I needed to expand myself. I, I had too gray of a palate, and I needed to start trying different things. And so I actually went to one uh, Mexican restaurant, and I tried like a mole burrito of some kind. I had no idea what mole was, mm-hmm. and I found out that I didn't like it. <laughs> The burrito right. was fine. They came over. They said, but the "How sauce, is right? It's right. right. They, they came over and they said, "How is everything?" I said, "I think everything's fantastic. I think I just don't like mole. Like right. this is nothing sure. on the restaurant. This is yeah. all on you. Can me. do the original burrito. You can do a wet burrito with right. verde or and a I red sauce. And I scraped it all off and I enjoyed the rest of the burrito. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I, and I'm with you. I, I'm not. I'm not big on mole either. Yeah. But I respect it. It's. A, it's a. I get what's going on there. I love a mole steak. That's where I think it belongs. I have not had that, Carne but you asada, say it out loud, I'm like, all right, I can do that. Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. It, I think it belongs in a ton of stuff. I'm not just like chicken, that's for sure. Uh, yeah, like I'm on your one, ice cream. I'm one of those people, I'm like, I just don't like it. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, right? A spice and chocolate. Uh, let's see. That's my nickname, bro. This is a good one. Miles, you'll love this one. Don't leave gross stuff on the table for them to clean up. No, don't blow your nose and put that there. You get up and find a trash can and throw that away on your own. That's exactly what they said. Like, if, you ha- if you've blown your nose or whatever, you can find a trash can, walk over there, put it away. Also, they say sometimes people leave a diaper on the table. Damn! That's pretty Damn. bad. Yeah, that- I've seen that at the Met. Wow, man. Yeah. I mean, I won't do that at least until it's adult diapers. Then on some level, it's funny. Now, what about a cloth napkin, right? 
Like if you blow your nose in it? Well, I would I, never I do that. I don't blow my nose on a cloth napkin, but if you have to sneeze, the only thing to cover my face. Well, that's one you know thing. Yeah, but, yeah, you, but, you, but, but one still, thing about a cloth napkin is you can fold it and yes, turn it I and, can. and get that out I of the can. way. I, here's it's like the a handkerchief. You, you, know? get a, you get a pass on the cloth napkin only because those are just going to get grabbed up and thrown mm-hmm. in a dishwasher. True, true. I just, I, I don't know. Like even right now, if you blow your nose and it's it balled up in a cloth napkin, you hand it to me. I might hold it, right? But if you blow no. your nose in a tissue and hand it to me, I'm like, oh, definitely not. No, no chance. Yeah. But even the cloth, like no man, here put it in my bus tray. Yeah, and just a personal note, as I used to dip, I would say if you're at a bar and oh. you're a dipper, you got the like get the napkin, put it in the cup. You got to get rid of that cup on mm-hmm. your own. Yep, that's yours. All right, now real quick. Uh, we've been talking groundhogs. Groundhog day. Land beavers. Whatever you want to call them. Pig whistle. Pig whistle pig. Damn it. Whistle pig. I keep saying it. That whistle pig. pig. Whistle. Uh, so yesterday I just, or today I was just kind of wondering, like, do people eat groundhog? Right. Yes. You can eat groundhog. Really? Yeah. It's got a vegetarian diet. Uh, apparently it's very tasty and stuff. A lot of, the main thing is don't forget to uh, take out those uh, uh, scent glands. Oh. Like oh, any kind of wild game. Right, you right. want to, you know, however you catch it. Shoot it. I don't know. I guess you trap groundhogs, right? So skin it, whatever. But then uh, the main thing they keep bringing up here is uh, some people use a woodchuck stew. But the main thing I keep hearing is that it's a very lean meat. All right. So if you're going to grill it or something, apparently you want to kind of maybe marinate it overnight or whatever, or even parboil it. Yeah, okay. And then take it out to the grill and fire it up. But it's it's so lean. Apparently, but it's a dark meat that's very delicious. Happy Groundhogs Day, kids. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Get yourself some. Oh. Thank you, Head Chef. We appreciate it. You are listening to the Men's Room. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Can't get enough of the men's room? Listen to the men's room daily podcast on the radio.com app. Game is uh, Big Dummy 206 803 Rock. Hello, Ari. Welcome to the men's room. Hi. Hola. Ari, are you sober or not sober? Sober because I'm homesick. What's wrong oh. with you? So why wouldn't you be drunk? Well, <laughs> I don't know what's wrong, but I came home with three scripts. Three scripts? She's an actress, Miles. All right. Which one do you like the best? Um, <laughs> none of them. All right. I don't. Yeah. None Ari, of them are fun. That sucks. All right. I just say when no, you're sick, it's fun. just like antibiotics and that stuff. Nah, those yeah. are no good. <laughs> Ari, what? Uh, what are your farts going to smell like? Liver and onions, rotten eggs, livestock, or a corpse? Let's go for livestock. Livestock. Yeah. You right. and uh, you and Mike hanging out in the barn. Livestock, Ari. You know, I pick <laughs> liver and onions. I might switch to livestock. Yeah. Why? Because I'm trying to think of like, right, but that's like the one where people hang out around livestock. Yeah, but as soon as they smell, they're like, oh, God, how long do we have to stay? I mean, yeah, right, but if I'm cooking livers and onions and you come over to my house, you're like, I, you got to right. leave the kit. You want to go to another room. Sure. But at least in that case, mm-hmm. Ted, you can say, oh, I'm not cooking. Uh, yeah. I just farted. All right. Your question, U.S. Marshal Bass Reeves, he's believed to inspired what fictional hero? What was the name again? His name was Marshall Bass Reeves. Fictional hero. 
fictional. Oh, my God. Yes, a fictional hero. You can repeat it as many times as you'd like. So that means not real. Not real. God damn yes. it. Yes. Fictional. <laughs> Correct. You getting all this? I, I am, but I'm not. Nothing is coming to mind at all. Well, just um, take a guess. I'm at picturing a... some like '50s TV show. But... Ah, you're not far off. If I got the, if that's the right answer, I'm thinking. Yeah, that doesn't mean it's the right I answer. Well, but it's a good guess. What was the name? Because I was going to guess it. God damn it! It's Marshall Bass Reeves. Did Marshall. they rec- did they recently make a movie about that? Sorta, sorta. Is it Marshall Bass Reeves or Marshall Bass Reeves? Marshall. So he's Bass he's, a, he's a fictional law officer. No, he's a real law officer who they believe inspired what fictional hero. Marshall Bass Reeves is a real person. Damn it, Tim. Marshall Smith. I have no idea. I'll say the Lone Ranger. The Lone Ranger. Yes. 50s TV oh show. Goodness. See? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you, Ted. I mean, you could have gone with Zorro if the name was a little bit more Spanish. You know what the Zorro, uh, what Zorro means? I do not. It's an animal. Bull. Nope. Toro. That's Toro. Zorro. Lobos is wolf, so that's taken. You're shifty. And you're uh, coyote. Eddie. Fox. Fox. Oh. Zorro. The Ooh. Fox. Look at that Zorro over there. Yeah. That's Ooh. Why Antonio Dem- uh, that's why it was Antonio Banderas. That Fox. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ari. Do you have a crush on Are you mine? a Zorro? What? Are you a Zorro? It means Fox. Are you a Fox? That's what I was asking. Uh, back in my day. All right, all right. When was the day? <laughs> Ted like, how, like yesterday or like... Ted's working on a time machine. Years ago. Years, years ago. All right. What did, uh, what, 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 did the, uh, what did the youngsters enjoy about you the most there when you were uh, in your day? Uh, I don't know. They, they told you. I, mean, they, I know they told you. Was it like, you got a great butt or you have a real right. pretty face? Yeah. Or, Nice smile, I guess. I don't know. Oh, yeah. You know. If they say nice smile and let you, that means they like all of you. Where was their face most of the time? <laughs> <laughs> Were they always wearing mirrored shades? Exactly. All right. Here is your question, Sikari. Where would you find the statues called Moai? Easter Island. There you go. All all right. Nice job, Ari. Nice job. I thought Moai was someone with big eyes. Damn. Those heads are huge. Mm-hmm. Gave us a big dummy, 206-803-ROCK. Ted dropping knowledge. <laughs> heads are huge. <laughs> Hello, Ryan. Welcome to the men's room. Hola, boys. Hola. Ryan, are you on Team Sober or Team Not Sober? Not Sober, Miles. All right, Ryan. Welcome to the program of Big Dummy. Our I men's room said that. Like, you yeah. should know that, Miles. Dummy. What, uh, what do you want your farts to smell like there, Ryan? Liver and onions, rotten eggs, livestock, or a corpse? Well, just because I'm a mean individual, I say rotten eggs. Rotten eggs it is. All right. Because he's mean. Mm-hmm. I want my butt to smell like brimstone. All right there, Ryan. Here is your question. What TV show did Happy Days spin off from? Oh, um, that's like way before my time. But you, you've asked this question before. I should know it. Ugh. I know, I'm with you. It's like I the never capital wa- of Kentucky. I never watched it, I don't think, but I should know it. Uh, I don't know that... You may have heard of the show that it spun off from. Good times. <laughs> right. uh, I'm just going to say I love Lucy. I, I want to say, was American Graffiti also a television show? American Graffiti was a movie that had Ron Howard in it. All right, so but no, American and also had title. Cindy, uh, what's her face, who just passed on? Uh, Cindy Williams. Cindy Williams, yeah. It also had Harrison Ford. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, it does and have Richard a, Dreyfuss. And Richard Dreyfuss. Well, right. <laughs> it was directed by Lucas. Mark, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it does have American in the title. The TV show that Happy Days spun off from. American Family? I don't know. Love American Style. Oh. That was the name of the show? That was the name of the show. It was, <laughs> that's when you I have know. sex with mayonnaise. <laughs> Next to the grill. Yeah, ranch on dressing the and of sex. There's an eagle on your shoulder when you're having sex. Slather and ranch dressing. <laughs> and fireworks go off when you're done. Damn right. <laughs> Love American style, yeah. you sons of bitches. You shoot your 1911 <laughs> in the air. And the eagle flies. <laughs> I was about to say, right? <laughs> when you open your thighs. 
Got a flag of one hand abreast in the other. That's love, American style. You ever beer bomb where you're having sex? <laughs> I don't need to fly a flag. I got it at my truck window. It has to be bush light, though. <laughs> Honey, put on the red cup bikini. <laughs> the one that made it out of yeah. bottle tops. Right. I'm just describing my version of America, chugging beers out of red cups. Right. Got some truck nuts. <laughs> now, baby, leave the boots on. I use duct tape for a condom. It's love American style. <laughs> hey, it's good for everything. You, you ever hollow out a Twinkie solo? <laughs> Not using your hands. Oh, man, just use that thing like a corn dog. <laughs> <laughs> when you're done, you get a donut. <laughs> That's at the base. <laughs> that might be pretty funny. Love American style. I have to get a bigger donut, like a top pot donut. Right. <laughs> I, no joke, but I, I, I had a top pot cream filled donut on Sunday. Why do you bring it up? Mm-mm-mm. Is it a Boston cream pie or is it a Bavarian? Or what, there's another. Is there one is pudding, one is uh, icing, correct? No, no they still have icing on them. But like I always call I mean, them. In the middle. I, that's what I thought it was, Boston so, Cream, but then some people call them Burlanders. I don't know. Oh, now, that, now they're just making it difficult. I don't know the difference between Boston Cream and Bavarian Cream, right? Yeah. Am I getting the same thing? I think one's custard, the other one's an actual, like, like a heavy cream. Which one is which? Uh-huh. I don't know. I'm going to say custard is Bavarian. I think Bavarian and Boston I Cream are very similar. <laughs> you just like donuts? I mean, that's a solid no, point. After that conversation. Uh, the key difference between Boston cream and Bavarian cream is that Boston cream is runnier and it is usually used for filling. Yeah. While Bavarian cream is a denser type of custard that can also be custard. enjoyed on its own. Oh, all right, custard. all right. Give me that dense custard. I'm going to use a French cruller as a loofah. Yeah. <laughs> all over your body. <laughs> all right, Ryan. <laughs> Not French, man. <laughs> that's a good donut, though. Ryan, your question. How many <laughs> ounces of coffee are there in a Starbucks tall size? Starbucks tall? That would be... Oh, that's 12. 12? How many? 12, 12 ounces. All right. There you go. Nice I job. honestly didn't know, man. I was going to say eight. Because it seems like when they say tall, that's a small one, right? Yes. It is. Yeah. It right. makes Which no tall, sense. I, I it's hate so that. confusing. They've really confused everybody. Seattle was for, like literally yeah. the first time I went to Starbucks. Like, I know... They have their stuff, and I get it. Right. But I can't. Hey, can I get a medium? Whatever. Just tell me. But the woman said, "Do you mean? Mm-hmm. Yep. Is that what grande is? Yeah. Right. Okay. So she said, "Do you mean the grande?" Yeah. I said, "Do you mean medium?" Mm-hmm. And she said, "Yeah." So then, I, like, call it what you want. Call it what it is. It's like when I was twenty years old, I went to my first Outback Steakhouse and walked into the woman's room because it said Sheila's, and I went. I was like, "Yeah, I just walked in." Here. <laughs> <laughs> sure, if I'm a Joey or I don't know. You know You're no Sheila. Uh, I know a girl named Joey, so this is really confusing to me. <laughs> they don't put up the shape. No, they didn't originally. Okay. All right. I did. No, no. I don't want to say where I was, but it was an Irish pub, and it was the same thing. They didn't have the shape, but they used, like, the Irish term, so I'm just standing there like, oh, man. man and luckily, the women's room opened, and a woman walked out, so I'm like, I'll go to the other. Connect with the men's room on Instagram at Men's Room Live. All right, if we made it to drinking time. Somebody out there deserves to be recognized. And the men's room knows just who it is. So to you, we say, bottoms up, sailor. Masticula. You're the toast of our shot of the day. Great job it is, and as usual, we head to the drink desk and Steve at Thrill Hill to find out who we're toasting. Yes, indeed, and today we toast the British Trust for Ornithology. That would be the BTO, in case you don't know, Ornithology, the study of birds, all right? So the BTO, it's a group of bird and bird-watching enthusiasts. They've created a charity. It helps catalog all the different birds that spend any amount of time in the U.K. Well, earlier this month, Miles, and I don't know you're part of this group. Earlier this month was I am because they're taking care of business, Steve. Yes, BTO. Earlier this month was their <laughs> big garden bird watch, which, of course, you already know this is part of winter watch, which is when regular citizens can help in the annual citizen count of birds. Now, this is the kind of thing that gets them very excited. So they tweeted out to their 115,000 followers about it. But thanks to Elon Musk's new preferred Twitter algorithm, their account ended up getting suspended for eight days. The problem is, and I did not know this until now, if you reach out to Twitter to say, hey, why did you suspend our account? Or maybe you're wrong or we disagree. It's an automated response that says, so you don't know. 
we'll look into it, right? Which means, we know that goes, <laughs> nobody's doing <laughs> anything. Suspended, right? You're, you're just sure suspended what? for eight days. Okay. Well, they finally figured it out on their own end. The problem, they believe, has to wo- uh, work with the algorithm. So you can spew hate and all that, but it depends on the language that you choose to use, correct? And I realized they'd posted several tweets about Woodcocks. And therefore, after all of that, the algorithm suspended their account because it sounds dirty. So they even reached out to Elon Musk and he said, that's ironic. They still didn't get reinstated. They have since been reinstated. They still had to go through the eight days. But then it got me thinking about birds and you realize other problems that the BTO will have. Boobies. That's Spanish slang bobo, which kind of means stupid, but there's all kinds of boobies out there. There are tits. There's the great tit, the elegant tit, the sombre tit. If they post about these on Twitter, even though they're a bird-watching organization, they get suspended. There's also the satanic goat sucker. Oh, my goodness. It's actually called the satanic goat sucker. That is a rare nocturnal bird species. It's from the nightjar or nighthawk family. And, of course, the cock of the rock. All right. That's a real bird. If they post about it, a Twitter algorithm takes them down. So, yeah. The bird watchers got booted off of Twitter mm-hmm. for talking about birds. And here we are. So we pour this booze and we drink this booze because we think it's yummy. Yummy! So over the tongue and down the throat to party in our tummies. Down the hola, bitchola! Thanks for listening to the best of the men's room podcast. Want more of the men's room? The greatest story never told with Miles and Thrill. Also available on radio.com. Double Flush Production. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.